us, Rise FM, if you have just uh, switched on. Great to have you with us. It's uh, Rise FM uh, mid-mornings with uh, myself, JT. We're speaking to Bongani Masugu, Director of Employment at Cliff Decker Wolfmeyer. Um, Bongani, great to have you with us on our show. Uh, you know, the global pandemic, Bongani, has most uh, undoubtedly resulted in a new way of doing things. You know, working from home for at least a part of the work week has become commonplace. But with workers now in uh, the comfort of their own homes, does this give them free reign to consume alcohol? You know, a glass of wine in between Zoom meetings. Is it allowed? <laughs> good morning, JT, and good morning to the listeners all across Mpumalanga and across South Africa. Um, yeah, it's uh, we are in a new way of doing business now, uh, JT, with the COVID-19 and the new normal that we find ourselves in. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that our listeners need to know and need to remember is that the contracts of employment in terms of which they were originally brought into employment are still applicable. And usually those contracts of employment go hand in hand with policies of employers. You guys with the studio might have your own policies as well that tell you, you know, whether the employer has a zero tolerance policy on alcohol and drugs in the workplace or not. Mm. And the important note this morning is that uh, those contracts of employment and those policies are still applicable. Um, subject to whatever amendments that the employers might have sort of put in place now to respond to the new normal. But even if they have not been amended, they're still applicable. And if there is a zero tolerance on working while you're at the workplace, there's still a zero tolerance uh, on working, even though the workplace is a remote workplace nowadays for all the obvious reasons that we can discuss further, JP. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I want us to focus on the employer. Say, for instance, uh, the employer suspects that a worker may have a dependency problem. Is the employer obliged to assist the worker to access treatment or is it solely my responsibility? Well, that's a very good question, JT. Um, uh, Even before COVID hit, uh, there was already, you know, uh, a huge distinction that was drawn by the law, Um, you know, case law and, you know, written articles and whatever you use to get your legal research on. Mm. But there's a a real realization that alcohol and other drugs, of course, it's not just alcohol, JT, but uh, drugs in general and alcohol can produce um, uh, a a dependency that can be considered to be an illness rather than just somebody being naughty, bongs, had a party, or he's having a party um, while he's supposed to be working and he decides to take a couple of drinks. Mm. So there is that realization. uh, And because of that realization, there is an obligation placed on employers to put in place, and a lot of employers actually have these in place, uh, employment employee assistance programs, uh, loosely referred to as EAP programs, which are designed to assist employees who either come forward or are picked up through the system one way or the other as having this kind of an alcohol dependency or drug dependency problem. And we know, uh, JT, that we live in a society that aspires to be um, tolerant and assisting of one another. And there are a lot of triggers, you know, COVID and sitting at home, and for some, they've lost their jobs, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of depression going around, obviously, um, and there's a lot of triggers uh, based on financial situations that people find themselves in or whatever the situation is, pressure at work, which might lead somebody into a dependency situation. And that is something that an employer is required to understand and to provide and put in place policies um, and, and sort of things like EAP programs to assist those employees. This is, that is obviously different from... Um, you know, somebody who just has a party and it's not a dependency, it's somebody who's just uh, all right, but on a particular day because of the pressure or whatever the situation, they find themselves drinking. Okay. Oh, 
Yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm so happy you said that because my next question would have been if I were to to get drunk, <laughs> right? And I don't drink. <laughs> maybe over don't the, maybe over the weekend, and then I show up at work, bubbleast, and I can't work. <laughs> Does it mean then that the employer would have to be responsible in in helping me out or um, ndabasang wrong? No, no, no. That's not how it works, JT. So normally with the EAP programs, there are principles and rules that are set out that are explained to employees beforehand. And those really uh, go revolve around the issue of an employee is required to come forward if you know you've got a dependency problem. Because a lot of us, you know, our brothers and sisters and whoever, we know somebody who's got a drinking problem. And mm-hmm. it's not just, uh, you know, having a fun drink or celebrating something. It's, you know, this person needs to drink. And, you know, when that's the situation, it's either the person themselves come forward and get help through the EAP programs or somebody can refer people to EAP. You can even do an anonymous tip off and say, you know, I've got a friend or I've got somebody that I work with who's a colleague who I care for and he's got this problem. Please assist them and they get assistance. It's not on the day in question when you're supposed to be reporting for work. Over that you then pick a bag and say, no, actually, I've got this problem, guys. You can't fire me. Uh, that's probably going to end you in, end you up in hot water. Yeah, listen. Uh, so you need to come forward and declare that you've got a problem, and then you can be assisted. But, um, you know, it cannot be an after the fact, you know, or an afterthought to say, well, by the way, I have a problem. You'll probably find yourself dancing in front of a disciplinary chairperson if that's how you do it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Abungani Masugubungani. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. Ah, thank you, JT. Thank you for having me. Thank you to the listeners as well. All right, we'll have more music next in Rise of Fame. All the bumps, wait up, man. Where are you going? Oh, hey, Talebza. I'm going to the clinic to read.